You're listening to Food for the Future on 980 CFPL and 980CFPL.ca. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. I'm Peggy O'Neill, home economist and host of Food for the Future. Today's show is part of the monthly series, Food for Thought, in which we unpack some of the big ideas about food and food systems in order to raise the conversation level and stimulate lively discussions to find the way forward together. Today is Earth Day, lots to look back on and lots to look forward to. And we're going to be discussing sustainability and farming with Ken Lang, a farmer at Orchard Hill Farm and member of the Ecological Farmers Association of Ontario. Welcome, Ken. Hi, glad to be here. It's a real pleasure to have you here, Ken. Thank you so much for joining us. And as I mentioned, it is Earth Day, time to look back and uh, where we've been. And it's also a time of hope for the future and this idea that it's not too late, that we can work together and do something and have a day to think about that. And as an ecological farmer, Ken, I'm wondering what's most important to you on Earth Day? Well, I think uh, for an ecological organic farmer like myself, every day is Earth Day. Uh, because we're so connected with the with the soil, because that's how we earn our living. You know, we keep a really close eye on it. So every day brings decisions that are uh, based around the the water, the soil, air, the plants that are growing there. Uh, is there enough moisture to grow the crop? Is there too much water? You know, how do I grow the crop without degrading the soil? Does the soil have the nutrients to grow the crop? Are those nutrients going to leave my farm and create problems off site? Is there pollution in the atmosphere that will impact my crops? You know, can I reduce my release of greenhouse gases? Um, am I just aiming for maximum yields to create a profit? Or am I, uh, you know, aiming to produce a, a high quality product with more nutrition that, you know, that will benefit the people that will consume it? So really, every day is Earth Day. Well said. And, and, you know, you've given Earth Day a new meaning for me. I think of Earth Day sort of as Planet Day. But the fact that you spent so much time talking about the soil, the soil health, regenerative practices, that Earth, as we know, is also soil. So it is Earth Day in many senses. So thank you for heightening my awareness on that, Ken. And Ecological Farmers Association of Ontario is a really great organization. And I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about how it got started and when. Yeah, it was uh, initially started way back in the late 70s. Uh, it had a different name back then. I think it was called the Natural Farmers of Ontario. And I think it was 1984, they changed the name to the Ecological Farmers Association of Ontario. Uh, and they sort of avoided calling it the Organic Farmers Association of Ontario because they wanted it to be a little broader. It, it includes a lot of organic farmers in Ontario, but it also includes people that uh, are maybe concerned about, you know, using pesticides and, and want to reduce their, their use, but aren't ready to give them up, them up entirely. So they, they use the name ecological to broaden it out a bit. And that's equally uh, applicable today, a little broader than just organic farmers. And they have about 700 members across southern and northern Ontario. Uh, and mostly what they've done is, you know, it's been sort of a farmer-to-farmer -farmer education, um, research, um, and community building. They have a special program called farmer-led research and they have some staff which help farmers, you know, design experiments and answer questions on their farm. And the last three years, they were a living labs uh, host with both uh, a farm and field crops. And, and my farm was the horticultural site where we were looking into uh, special questions uh, that were part of the living labs uh, uh, organization or 
Agriculture Canada is, it was a research initiative right across Canada, really. That's what they're about. <laughs> that's, that's really fascinating. So farmers networking, building that professional practice. We often hear about medical conferences or teachers conferences or, or, you know, legal events where the lawyers come together, but farming is a professional practice as well. There's an, a specialized knowledge base and there are questions being asked. And so I think it's wonderful that the Ecological Farmers Association of Ontario does have a network through which farmers can have conversations, share best practices, and just have some collegiality, you know, be on the same team, but also the teaching part, not just teaching each other, but broadening awareness across not just Ontario, but Canada. So really great work being done by the Ecological Farmers Association of Ontario. And I know some of your mandates and missions are sky high, and I want to ask you a little bit more about that. So one of those missions is building resilient ecological farms. And can you expand on what does that mean, a resilient ecological farm? It means one that's, you know, the impacts of extreme weather, you know, something which we seem to be having more and more of. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, it's a slow process in terms of, you know, how you build a, a resilient farm. Uh, it's got a lot to do with diversity, and some of that diversity is in time, like with a, you know, a, a different crop each year as part of a crop rotation. Um, but you know, having fence rows with with native species that are good for pollinators, good for birds, and and other animals that live on your farm. So it's a slow process, and it's it takes a long time to build up the organic matter, the health of that soil. So it's very, you know, it, it's a lot more productive. Uh, so it's a slow process, but it certainly can be done. But it's, you know, important to have that goal when you're starting. You know, I think it is a great goal. And when you're talking about soil health or really understanding crops interaction with the soil, because the soil, the nature of the soil on every farm isn't the same. But when we're talking about a growing season and then also to have soil respond, that is a longer process. So it's a lesson in patience, I think, uh, in terms of as a virtue, but also not just resilient farms, but resilient farmers to be able to stay the course while that observation and discovery is going on. So that is fantastic. So back to the farmer-led research, Ken, and um, I love your website. I think that listeners interested in what the Ecological Farmers Association of Ontario are doing. Great stories, great information, wonderful pictures of farmers in their practice doing what they do. So the research part, it's farmer-led, as you mentioned, and so that brings me back to um, just some of the other things that I'm really interested in. What research is being done and what research needs to be done in ecological farming? There's quite a range of research being done. Um, some of it's just variety trials, like seeking out, you know, what's the best variety of lettuce uh, that's going to grow here in Ontario and, you know, uh, has good storage ability, uh, good flavor. Uh, so there's a lot of variety trials. Um, and then, oh, it can be cultural practices, a change in cultural practices, which might enable you to control a pest that you're having problems with. In the living labs, the three years of the living labs, it's now over uh, for, for myself, where I was looking into horticulture solutions uh, to tillage. So I was actually looking for no-till strategies to grow different vegetables. And I think we looked at 13 different vegetables with nine different uh, combinations of cover crops, a bit of an example of, of what's uh, what's been done. Um, you know, what needs to be done is, is, you know, all those farmers coming up with the questions they have on their own farm. 
Um, and you know that there's a wide range of things related to fertility, pest control, you know, varieties, quite a range of things. So I'm thinking again that this show is airing on Earth Day. Today is Earth Day. And the, the just the amount of science and uh, commitment to the overall ideology, ecologically resilient farms, and the research being done to support that, that it's an incredible, um, it's incredibly inspiring, I think, to hear on Earth Day that this level of progress and interest is occurring. And this show is called Food for the Future. So I'm, I just can't wait to see what you do next. And just before we go to break, I want to ask about the network. So the strong knowledge sharing community that the ecological farmers had. Can you expand on the value of that? Well, it's certainly uh, been an important aspect for me. Um, you know, I started uh, farming organically back, I think, in 1989. And at that time, it was very hard to access information on organic farming. So this community of farmers was a great source of knowledge because we would have days symposium about organic farming and also field tours on farms where we could learn from. You know, that probably is... is um, been reduced a bit with the the advent of the internet and a lot more information online that farmers can find but it's still important you know if you want to try something uh, especially if it's something new it's nice to go to a farm uh, that's already developed and using that technique and, and can demonstrate that it can be done you know successfully so you know that community building shared learning is is still very very important yeah, I, I, I'm hearing that in your voice and I'm thinking of the journey just before we go to break. You had mentioned the Ecological Farmers Association of Ontario. It started in the 70s um, under a different name, but those were tough times. And so in many ways, the ecological farmers of Ontario and, and across the nation, and I, I guess in the world, are real rock stars uh, by the truest definition. And so sending out my admiration on Earth Day to the ecological farmers for, uh, I guess, a bad pun, weathering the uh, weathering it all and, uh, and being here. So looking forward to talking more to you after the break, Ken. After the break, we'll talk more with Ken Lang, farmer at Orchard Hill Farm and member of the Ecological Farmers Association of Ontario about plans for Earth Day going far into the future, and more about sustainable farming. Welcome back to Food for the Future on 980CFPL and 980CFPL.ca. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. Speaking with Ken Lang, farmer at Orchard Hill Farms and member of the Ecological Farmers Association of Ontario. Ken, we've been talking about Earth Day in general. We've been talking a lot about um, the Ecological Farmers Association of Ontario, their, their practice, their research, their, their network and community, all the, the vision they have for the world. But let's come back to Earth Day. The theme for today is invest in our planet. What does this mean to you as an ecological farmer? Uh, for me, it really means that uh, I want to leave my farm my land uh, better than I found it. Uh, when we first started farming here, uh, the farm was pretty run down. It had been rented out to a, a tenant for many years. Um, and he had, you know, really practiced pretty typical farm practices at that time. He would plow every fall and leave the ground bare over the winter. And there was a lot of erosion. Uh, so we started out with, you know, pretty eroded soil. 
So it took a lot of work to build that land back up to where it was productive and, and would grow profitable crops. After 47 years of farming, I can say the percent organic matter in the soil, which is a pretty good um, oh, a barometer of soil health uh, and quality, uh, it's increased an average of 50% across our farm. And actually it's doubled in, in many places like that reclaimed gravel pit. Uh, so that that gives me a lot of uh, pleasure that, you know, we really did succeed in turning this farm around, uh, but it took some time. Congratulations, Ken. That That's absolutely wonderful. And uh, a takeaway message, you know, leaving not just your farm, but the world better than you found it. And I think that's an important message, not only on Earth Day, but in our overall conversation about food for the future. And I, I suppose just life in general. And what I'm struck by, as you mentioned, the progress that you made on your farm, how forgiving nature can be, that you have been able to, to change the health of the soil. It took time and commitment, but the theme of it's not too late, that if we act now and, and support uh, a food system that really is sustainable, that we can have something better than possibly what we found. So great message on Earth Day and... Uh, Congratulations again on the success that you've had on your farm. So that said, what are some of the ways that farmers and citizens can work together to ensure that agriculture remains in a position to protect our resources, increase our biodiversity, and mitigate climate change? We want farmers and citizens to be in a position to do this. How, how can we do it? Well, farmers end up being the guardians of large portions of, of land um, that they don't really farm. I mean, the forests, the wetlands, and, and other aspects of the landscape, which aren't really, you know, giving them a return. Uh, somehow the, you know, the citizens and the general population need to appreciate that and uh, not be um, afraid to compensate farmers for, for looking after that land. And there are some programs, they're not all widespread yet, but something like ALICE, which is Alternative Land Use uh, Services, it's an organization which uh, we'll take land out of production that's marginal and help farmers create wetlands where it's appropriate and then pay them so much per acre per year uh, to take that land out of sort of regular production and, and increase the, oh, the number of wetlands or, you know, buffer zones around streams, that sort of thing. But it's something that, you know, citizens need to be willing to, to help compensate farmers for. Right. And, and very on theme with Earth Day's theme, which is invest in our planet. And we do that one individual, one farm, um, you know, one step at a time. And so I really like that you had mentioned, um, Alice, the alternative land use services. We had Brian Gilvesi on the show in November. And I, I could just envision in my mind this sort of map of Canada and all the potential farmland that would be um, supported by Alice or similar programs. So Ecological farmers are also concerned with social sustainability. We often think of sustainability being the environment and our physical uh, world, and it certainly is, but it's also social sustainability. And how can we collaborate to cultivate resilient, diverse, equitable communities where everyone has a sense of belonging? Uh, this is something that Ecological Farmers has undertaken uh, recently uh, to reach out to cultures and, and peoples who have been, oh, denied opportunities to farm and grow food, uh, particularly Indigenous people, people of colour. They have a BIPOC committee which uh, sort of connects with these people and, and will help them. So uh, that's really, you know, changed the... the uh, 
the population, the members of EFAO, and it's been a great way to reach out to these more diverse communities. I think that's great. And the more voices we hear, I think the clearer picture that we'll have. So incredible that the Ecological Farmers Association of Ontario are widening the dialogue and inc including all, all voices. Before we uh, go with our final few questions, I'd like to know what one of your happiest memories working on your sustainable farm was, and also what's one of your greatest hopes for the future? I think um, probably one of my happiest times is when I walk around the farm and realize that, you know, we've been able to sort of renew, regenerate this, this small 93 acre farm that we live on. Uh, it does have a long history in my wife's family. She's the sixth generation of her family living here. And my granddaughters are the eighth generation and they live here on the farm with us. That gives me a lot of uh, pleasure uh, to see the land uh, really uh, regenerate and become a, a, you know, a healthy, uh, fertile, uh, productive farm. Wonderful. And I, I'm just, my heart is warmed when I hear um, six generations and now eight generations living on the farm. And I, I want to, and part of the purpose of this show is to keep families uh, producing food for families and really supporting that family farm. So um, thanks for sharing that happy memory. And we take a humanities approach. That's why we ask about personal stories and, and ideas like happiness. But we bring a humanities approach to the show philosophy, history, creativity, and how do ecological approaches to farming relate to these ways of understanding the world? Well, ecological farming is, is often based on strong ethical and philosophical principles. I mean, there is a love and respect for the creation in which we live. Uh, there's an appreciation and understanding that it all starts with the soil. I mean, healthy soil creates healthy plants and animals. Healthy plants and animals create healthy food for people and healthy people keep the planet healthy. You know, we, we can learn from our history, uh, you know, correct our mistakes and move on and use our creativity to, you know, solve problems and design better farming systems. I, I couldn't agree more. It's why I do the show. I'm so grateful for you being on the show. It isn't too late. That's our message. We can, and, and nature has been forgiving. It's been a lot of work, but uh, on your farm, um, we had Ducks Unlimited talking about the prairies used to be a dust bowl and, and that's changed. We had Trout Unlimited on talking about how having just removed a dam in a certain um, municipality decreased the water temperatures, the brook trout came back and of course the river flowed so it, it cleaned. So backlogged water wasn't there anymore. So I think we can in our own way, each person take our own step and we can turn things around. So it's uh, it's wonderful to hear your message today on Earth Day, Ken. Thank you so much. And are there any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners about ecological farming uh, or Earth Day? Well, I think, you know, it's important to support these farmers who are, uh, you know, part of the ecological farming family and, and working hard to uh, improve their, their farms and their land. And I think, you know, as citizens, consumers, I think, you know, search out those, you know, ecological farmers in your community, buy their products, uh, so it'll enable them to, you know, continue working hard to to uh, improve the the quality of the soil and and their place in creation. Wonderful. Seek out ecological farmers. Talk to them. Find out what they're doing, where their products are. Wonderful, wonderful message. Thank you so much, Ken, to you, uh, your family, and to all our ecological farmers. And my Earth Day wish for you and all of us is to grow on. Thank you so much, Ken. Thank you, Peggy.
Today on Food for the Future, we've been speaking with Ken Lang, farmer at Orchard Hill Farms and member of the Ecological Farmers Association of Ontario. Each week, we leave you with something to talk about and something to do. Something to talk about, how could you support ecological farmers? Something to do, visit the Ecological Farmers Association of Ontario's website to find out more about its mission and members and its 40 plus years of advocacy, as well as its plans for the future. Next week on the show, we return to the series Waste Not. We'll be discussing tips for planning meals on a budget with Diane O'Shea, home economist and retired family studies teacher. I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, home economist, and you've been listening to the weekly show, Food for the Future. Thank you to our platinum-level sponsors, Burnbray Farms, Eggs for Life, and the Middlesex London Food Policy Council. Food for the Future with Peggy O'Neill airs every Saturday at 8.30 on 980 CFPL and 980 CFPL.ca.